Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Good morning. It is Thursday, October 19th, six minutes after nine. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So let's talk about Jim Jordan. He failed yesterday on the second ballot to secure enough votes to become House Speaker. So that leaves the lower chamber without a leader. And uh, what is the path forward now? It's a little unclear, isn't it? Casey, I can't tell you. I can't even begin to tell you. If you gave me the next three hours, I couldn't begin to tell you about how excited I am for today's show. You know why? Why? Let me just rip-roar them off to you. In the order, I am excited for them, the the things that I am excited about. Are you ready? Yes. Number one, we have a resounding victory in a great attempt at injustice that was that awful car insurance company (laughs) attempting to claim $12 from me. We have that story to tell you. Mm -hmm. We have a former Brownsburg town councilman who is going to blow the lid off this evil, awful, disastrous, anti-trans transparent city of Atlantis they're trying to build in Brownsburg. And the government still isn't able to function. If you were to say, Rob, what would the greatest day of your life look like? It would be winning this insurance battle. It would be telling the public the truth about how rotten those people on the Brownsburg Town Council are. And it would be a day where the federal government doesn't function again. It's like Field of Dreams. I'm like the guy at the end of Field of Dreams. Mm -hmm. Is this heaven? (laughs) No, wait. It's Indianapolis. Merry Christmas, Rob Kendall. You're having a fantastic day already. All right, what are we starting with? Which one of these are we going with? Let's get into what's going on with the Speaker of the House. In total, 22 Republicans voted against Jim Jordan. He had a total of 199 votes. He's actually going the opposite direction, going backwards. He's like the guy in planes, trains, and automobiles. You're going the wrong way! (laughs) You're going in the wrong direction! So four more Republicans voted against him yesterday compared to Tuesday's first ballot, but then he did pick up two new Republicans. (laughs) One, Doug LaMalfa, of California, and this is hilarious. Wait, the that's way- his name? Yeah. Doug, Doug, can you imagine voting for a guy named Doug LaMoffa? He sounds like an SNL character. Well, the the other part of this, CBS News is reporting that Victoria Sparts of Virginia also voted for Jim Jordan. I, I love it when your mainstream media can't even get it right. Uh, well, and of course, we got all this stuff going on with the media just lying about the thing that happened in with the rocket in, in Gaza and the hospital. And I, the media is just, you want the truth, you come here. And that's why people come here. And boy, we're going to give them the, we're going to give them the truth today. And <laughs> Casey, part of giving the people the truth means we have to tell our audience about what a complete clown Victoria Sparts is. So if you're scoring at home and you want to like, walk your way through the just totally embarrassing Victoria Sparks saga. Mm-hmm. Now you tell me, Casey, if I describe, just pretend you don't know the person's name and I'm going to describe the voting path here and actions in between the voting path. And you tell me if this mm-hmm. strikes you as a person of sound mind and judgment who should represent hundreds of thousands of people in some of the most prominent areas in the entire state of Indiana. Are you ready? Yep. All right, let's go. This is a person who refused to one way or another vote for or against Kevin McCarthy and voted present. So, yeah, 
We know you were there. You were flapping your gums all over the media during the process. Were you for him or were you against him? Well, I don't know. I'm just present. <laughs> so we got uh, Victoria. She keeps voting for McCarthy, neither for nor against, 15 consecutive times. I don't know. That doesn't really seem like represent. Present doesn't seem like representation I'm physically to me. here. I mean, I don't know, Casey. Maybe I'm just a hard ass these mm-hmm, days. But mm-hmm. I expect if you're there, I know you're there. I know you're present. Pick a lane, lady. Right. Pick a okay. side. So she votes neither for or against, present 15 times. Then proceeds to spend the next eight, nine months, whatever it's been, complaining about one thing after another about Kevin McCarthy because Kevin McCarthy did the thing that everybody knew he was going to do, which is why we were upset you didn't vote against him, which is he lied to the American people about getting spending under control. So you don't take a stand. Then you spend eight, nine months complaining about a guy. Then when you have the opportunity to get rid of the guy who you've spent eight or nine months complaining about, then you vote to save the guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, that didn't work out well, thanks to Matt Gates. So now you've got to pick some somebody new. Jim Jordan is put in front of you. Yeah. In the little backdoor conference committee, she votes in favor of Jim Jordan. Mm-hmm. Okay, one would think if you voted in favor of someone in a committee, you'd be in favor of them when they get to the floor to actually cast their vote. But oh, no, 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 Casey, <laughs> not with Victoria Sparks. She somehow managed to vote for a guy in the conference committee and then not vote for him on the floor, then gives this incoherent psychobabble response to Tony Katz about why she's doing all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. She had to explain herself. And then yesterday, yeah, one day later, votes for him. What changed in one day? Well, you know what changed? She said that she was swayed by the bold and truthful nomination speech of Tom Cole from Oklahoma. Wait, wait, wait. You're telling me Victoria Sports. So she was elected in 2020. So she's been there 21, 22, 23. This is her third year in the Congress. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she was a state senator before that. You're telling me that Victoria Sparks' votes are now done on a whim based on some speech some guy gives? Mm -hmm. That not all the research, the aids, the infinite amounts of resources she has at her disposal? How about what her constituents want? (laughs) The people who voted her into office, what they want? Some speech, some guy not even from your home state, Mm -hmm. gives on the floor? That's how people are voting now in the U.S. Congress? Yep. That's how she voted. She put it out there. She put it out there on X. She said, I voted for Jim Jordan this time because of the bold and truthful nomination speech Tom Cole gave on the floor. You know, I get mad. So the the Hall of Fame voting for baseball is every year. Mm -hmm. And I get mad when people do this yearly, yearly in the Hall of Fame. Like there'll be a guy, there'll be a a guy and he'll get say 50% of the vote the first time. And then the second ballot, he gets 65. And these voters will go, well, I just didn't feel like he was a first ballot Hall of Famer. Either the guy's a Hall of Famer or he's not. (laughs) And in that case, at least you've got a year to change someone's mind. Like maybe upon reflection of his stats or, you know, maybe comparing him to other players in the modern era as I, as I looked more, this is daily what is different about Jim Jordan from day one to day two? Now, you know me, Casey. I'm out. He voted for Kevin McCarthy. The guy has terrible judgment. He shouldn't run a Wendy's, much less the government. But that I'm consistent on that. I wouldn't change from Monday to Tuesday to th- Wednesday to Thursday to Friday to mm-hmm. Saturday to Sunday. 
What could possibly change from day one to day two? Okay, so I thought, wow, this speech must be amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's bold and truthful. It's a nomination speech. What did Tom Cole from Oklahoma say that swayed sure. Victoria Sparks? Absolutely. Well, I found the speech, oh, Rob. It's probably like the I. It's like up there with I Have a Dream or the Gettysburg Address or Ask Not What You Can Do for You, Ask What You Can Do for mm-hmm, Your Country mm-hmm. or Mr. Gorbachev, Tear Down This Wall. Right. I'm, I'm That's prepared. what I'm expecting, I'm right? I'm, Casey, you can see this. You cannot see us on the YouTube. You can listen to us and you can make snide comments about us, but you cannot see us. But Kev, you can also confirm. Casey, confirm. I am grasping the desk in front of me in anticipation of being blown away by this speech. <sighs> yeah, the desk is shaking. Yeah. You're going to be underwhelmed. Uh-huh. Oh. So it was not a bold and truthful nomination speech Uh-oh. that was ultimately inspiring. Uh-huh. However, yeah. and here's where the butt comes in. Uh-huh. I did find one little baby clip oh. that I thought if there was ever a part in the speech that would change your mind, Rob Kendall. Uh-huh. This might be it. Oh, I'm so excited. This is where Tom Cole is talking about Jim Jordan, and he says that Jim Jordan will address spending. You know, I first got to know him, a lot of his focus was on spending. That's exactly where the focus of this house ought to be. Now, he's laid out a plan, not just a short-term plan, as to how we deal with the appropriations process. I'm an appropriator. I think I know that uh, that's not the root of the problem. But unlike any other speaker we've had, he's had the courage to talk about a long-term plan and to get at the real drivers of debt, and we all know what they are. Yeah, the spending. But I don't hear what the plan is actually is. Okay, so like when I first met my now wife, girlfriend before that she was in college and well she had not exactly learned the ways of the world yet and she she liked to spend money Mm -hmm. and when we got together and the relationship got more serious i said we have to have the money talk yeah (laughs) the spending plan Mm -hmm. and to my wife's credit because well she's not the federal government and can't print the money and this is what responsible adults do. They laid down very firm guardrails in terms of how to have successfully managed money in relationships, et cetera. We had an actual plan and the plan was enacted and my wife has followed the plan and everybody's doing great. <laughs> I keep hearing talking about a plan, Casey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't hear an actual plan from anyone. How are we going to do it? What is the line in the sand? What is the line we won't cross? And if the line we will not cross is not shutting down the government or that we are willing to cross. If you are not willing to cross the line of shutting down the federal government, then I, I, there's no point talking about it. You are going to have to shut the government down, air quote, because we don't actually ever shut the government down. But the, what the media will describe as a government shutdown in order to get this under control, unless Jim Jordan or uh, fill in your favorite member of Congress mm-hmm. is willing to shut the government down and live their government life the way my family lives our life, the way your family lives your life, the way Kevin lives his life, then this is a non-starter, which is stop spending, balance your budgets, get spending under control, stop spending more than you're bringing in. So Jordan has vowed to remain in the race and the House is adjourned until noon today. Speaking of inspirational speeches, we're going to hear from President Biden coming up on 93 WIBC. 
Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Two minutes after nine, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. You're having such a good day today. Well, you know, I've been a little <laughs> sluggish the past few days, and you know, the weather's changing, and well, you know, because of taxes and inflation are so out of control, I have to go work a second job. And you know, about, uh, I don't know, you know, five o'clock yesterday, I was feeling a little, you know, just a little worn down. Mm-hmm. But this morning, Casey, mm-hmm. in what I believe may be the greatest show we've ever done, I mean, look at what we have in store for our audience next segment i'm going to tell of my great insurance uh dispute conquest mm-hmm. um really one of the you know you hear about in times of crisis people lifting automobiles mm-hmm. or you know things of that nature it'll it'll i think when our audience hears that it'll be up there next hour we're going to have a former uh Brownsburg Town Councilman just totally blow the lid off how awful those people are on hiding information from, you know, in a community of 30,000 people on this disastrous uh, swimming pool. And then, uh, you know, we've got the government. We've got the government shut down, which means no harm. They can do no harm. I, I mean, <laughs> right. if, if you don't exist, you can you can do uh, you can, uh, this is just I'm totally invigorated today, Casey, and I want to share my joy with our audience, my unbridled enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of a better way to do that than what, what just exposing what a complete lunatic Rashida Tlaib is. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Total lunatic. She was speaking yesterday in D.C. and not only, I mean, she was going after her president, the president of her party, right? She was blaming him and her fellow Democrats. And you know what? We saw all that drama yesterday about that hospital in Gaza that turns out, well, one, Israel didn't do it. It was a misfire by Hamas. Two, the hospital wasn't bombed. It was the parking lot. And three, there was no evidence that 500 people died beyond what Hamas said. I mean, talk about spreading misinformation. But think, but our our propaganda, our, our new our news in this country, because they so wanted to believe it. It's just like all the stuff Trump went through. How many false reports, misreports, dismissal of proven accurate reports under Biden laptop mm-hmm. did the media do during Trump? It's the same thing here. The media wants to believe that Israel is the terrorist, even though they were attacked. They want to believe they're just going to go out and kill kids and the elderly and the defenseless. And so they ran with the story with no evidence to support it whatsoever. It wasn't like, hey, I've got this really, you know, super reliable source. Your source was Hamas. Right. And they ran with this story. Mm -hmm. And it's now been completely debunked, completely proven untrue. So, yeah, just as we always knew, Hamas is the terrorist. Hamas is the bad guy. Hamas killed a thousand people and is holding people hostage. And Israel is fighting back. They're telling people in the in the area where they're coming and, and when they're coming. And this Rashida Tlaib, so she is from Michigan. With her crocodile tears. Oh my gosh, she is a part of the squad. She hates this country. She hates Israel. She hates Jews. I mean, she is she is giving some sort of, at some sort of Palestinian rally mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. 
And l- this is a clip is a little longer than what we normally play, but we have to play it in its entirety. Listen to this insanity. And to my president, to our president. Yes, he's still our, well, hold on. I know, I, hey, I want him to know, as a Palestinian American, is also somebody of Muslim faith, I'm not going to forget this. And I think a lot of people are not going to forget this. And it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not a threat. It isn't. They, they think we're joking. I mean, I think the White House and everyone thinks that we're just going to sit back and let this just continue to happen. No. The fact of the matter is, our lives are not safe with you or the forever peace president. When are we going to feel safe? When are we going to stop funding continued, literally, oppression of indigenous communities? When are we going to say enough? It makes me so angry to have to say it, but I'm telling you, I'm talking to people that literally are like me. They literally, literally believed in this party that was supposed to be inclusive of all of our opinions and our and our views and our political stance and, and all of these things. But what is got, starting to get really, really, really clear and very loud is that somehow many of us in this room, because of our political opinions, because maybe our faith is a certain faith, maybe because our ethnicity is a certain ethnicity, that somehow we're subhuman. Is she inciting an insurrection? She's egging people on. I've heard that speech multiple times now, and I'm still at a complete loss for words. But what people need to realize is, as we've told you on this show for several weeks now, Mm -hmm. that is the base of the Democrat Party. She is not an outlier. She makes up the core constituency of the Democrat Party. She is wrong. She is insane. She is mad about something that didn't even happen. I mean, she she is shrieking mm-hmm. about something that didn't even happen. And this is one of the f- uh, 535 most powerful people in the country. And this person puts it on full display for you about who is running our nation. She is one of the people making decisions for 330 million people. So Marjorie Taylor Greene sent a letter formally requesting that Capitol Police save all the security footage and arrest records from that House protest. And she also filed a censure resolution against Rashida Tlaib. All right, let's take a break, Casey. When we come back, uh, I have to tell the the just very exciting end to my the car insurance, car insurance story. saga. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a uh, an entitled, reasonably well assembled woman going ballistic that she doesn't make two hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars at twenty five years old. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a grand old segment when we come back. It's Kendall and Casey on ninety three WIBC. It is 9.35. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. This has been an ongoing yeah. saga yeah. in your life. Yep. And our listeners have become totally invested in it. And you finally have a conclusion. It is. I, as of, uh, oh, I don't know, whatever it was, 8 o'clock last night, have been declared victorious in the it's the never-ending story <laughs> that was my car insurance mm-hmm. saga. So for those of you who don't know, I had a terrible experience with my insurance agent. 
Uh, I had to cancel my car insurance policy as well as my homeowner's insurance. Homeowner's insurance was great. They were very apologetic. The car insurance company attempted to charge me an early cancellation fee, which even though they owed me money back, meant that I would have owed them $12. Mm-hmm. And I called them and I said, there is no way in hell I am ever giving you this $12. I tried to explain to them my experience with the insurance agent. They said, um, yeah, we're sorry about that. We don't care. You owe us the $12. Then finally, at the end of one of the conversations, I told them about this erratic behavior from this guy. They said, well, we're going to have a, a case agent or something call you. Said, okay, I'm going to tell it to somebody higher up and surely we'll move forward. Mm-hmm. I get a bill from a collections agency saying I owe $12. Well, in the interim, when this had all been going on, the dude had been arrested multiple times, according to the state website, for a variety of things. So I put it to you people on what I should do. Got a variety of uh, advice. Even got to decided, you know, hey, I got to move forward with this. And if yep. it means go to court, I'm going to go to court and tell a judge. And we're going to have WIBC day at the courthouse <laughs> and bring a courtroom full of people. This got so bad at one point, Casey, like everybody in the community apparently knows about this guy's behavior and what happened. And people are emailing me, telling me more information. The guys, I guess it's his ex-wife even emailed me at one point and was saying, please don't out my husband because, yeah. you know, my kids and right. blah, blah, blah. Don't embarrass so us. So I said, hey, I'm going to do everything I can to avoid outing your husband and this insurance company, but I am not paying this $12. Well, you didn't want the wife and the kids to get hit with friendly fire. I didn't. They're innocent bystanders in this. So I, you know, put hours of my own time into this, Casey, Mm -hmm. because I had to call the debt collector. I called the debt collector, which stopped the collections process, disputed the debt. I told the story to this poor woman on the other end of the debt collection agency. There's like a 20 second pause afterwards because I don't think she'd ever heard anything like this. (laughs) And finally she goes, okay, I'm going to pause the collection. I'm going to note that you're disputing the debt. And she was very friendly and goes, I would advise you to call the insurance company back and let them know about the arrest. Yeah. So this was several days ago. And I'm finally, it's like I get home from my second job and I'm just pissed off because it's like, I got to waste more of my own time because this guy is a complete, you know, just failure. Irresponsible I'm mad, Casey, because it's like, Mm -hmm. I'm wasting, I've at least put three hours of my own time into this Mm -hmm. because this guy, who I once considered even like a personal friend, Mm -hmm. just totally failed it, failed at his job and failed at life and everything else. But okay, I, you know, I gave you and the audience some words, gonna do everything to avoid outing this guy. So I called the insurance company again. The lady was much more helpful than the lady I had before. I said, lady, I'm gonna tell you this story. Here's the arrest record of this guy. Yeah. Again, there's like pause on the other end. She goes, um, I cannot cancel this this late fee, but let me see what I can do. Ooh. So I'm, you know, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, waiting. Finally, after, I don't know, it seemed like five, six, seven minutes. Yeah. She comes back and goes, um, yeah, we're we're pleased to let you know that we can cancel <laughs> this debt and we will form the, inform the debt, debt collector not to uh, further pursue this yeah. debt. Yeah. So they can. And this is what makes me really angry. The last time I called, nope, nothing we can do. Right. They nope, could have done no that way. the first nope, time. Nope, it's etched in stone that mm-hmm. we can't possibly remove this mm-hmm. debt. And then 15 minutes on this the phone with this person. I guess it takes an arrest record from your insurance agent mm-hmm. to get a debt removed or a late fee or early cancellation fee removed. But I did it, Casey. Congratulations. I was declared the winner. That's amazing. She must have talked to the manager or something, uh, is, right? But does that make you mad that it's she like, there's no way we can cancel this fee. It's an etched in stone. And then, oh, I guess our guy got arrested. We so can a totally- few things that you can buy with your $12, yeah. lipstick, air freshener, ballpoint <laughs> pens, dental floss. 
floss picks, yeah. a dog toy, yeah. or a drawstring bag. Oh, that's cute, Casey. You think it's going to go to something other than diapers. That's very cute. <laughs> Jim Merritt's going to join us next. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Good morning. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. sunshiny face on this Thursday. He is the nicest man in all of Indiana politics and government. In fact, had thousands of friends at the Indiana State House before he publicly associated with me. 30 <laughs> years in the Indiana Senate, the great Jim Merritt. Hello. I ordered my t-shirt. Yeah, oh, good. Which one did you pick? <laughs> I bought both. Did you say yes, that? I good. <laughs> I love Rob Kendall and I hate Rob Kendall. Yeah, really? just I just wish you would put day. Robert. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's start with Victoria Sparts, and she's going to vote again today. Bless her we heart. Have no idea how she's going to vote on the speaker. <laughs> it really depends on which way the wind's blowing, doesn't it? Do you know her? Are you friends with her? Oh, yeah. I've known her for a long, What's wrong long with her? time. What's wrong with her? <laughs> I just think she's uh, probably has questions. <laughs> it's hard nice, to answer. You're too nice to I know, say it. I know. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is erratic behavior from an elected official, right? Yeah, you want, as a constituent, and with all of the problems that are facing this country and the world, you want your member of Congress to be certain and and, and uh, put down a stake in the, in the ground. Let's get this done and save the world. Uh, that's what... Most people who bump into me in the grocery store or wherever I'm I'm at, at, at MCL cafeteria, they want term limits. Yeah. They they want certainty. And and the same thing is with with uh, member of Congress uh, Victoria Sparks. We want you to decide, do it, and start saving us. I'm wondering if you can kind of uh, I don't know pull the curtain back just a little for me because you know she tweets out a lot and she tweeted out again yesterday and her latest uh, tweet got four times as many comments as she normally receives and of course people have been doxing them with their phone numbers call your rep let them know how you feel about the speaker of the house so what is that like on the inside when the phone is ringing a lot from your constituents telling you how they feel well it's a little different with uh, with uh, congressman congresswoman sparts is because she's not up for election she's not going back well, so she has that freedom that independence to make whatever decision she wants. Well, as also Robert has has pointed out in State House happenings, she may run again. Mm-hmm. Somebody said, or she said, and so when, when in in the state Senate as as caucus chairman, we had twenty six votes out of fifty, or we weren't going to the floor. We had organized every two years who our caucus chairman was going to be, who the president pro tem because we had the majority, and who the secretary of the Senate was going to be. And so that was that was the first part of business. And if when we didn't get that done in a room, well, we would get that done. Mm-hmm. And so in, in Congress, 
I, I think there's a lot of flighty people who are voting for everybody from from. Uh, Somebody voted for John Boehner yesterday. Yes, Jim. John Boehner. That's a good example. I was mm-hmm. trying to a way out example. It's, it's, it's one thing to say, like, Lee Zeldin. Well, it's one. Yeah. It's, it's one thing to say I don't want Jim Jordan. And you know, my thing on this is anybody who voted for Kevin McCarthy, I'm out on because that's terrible judgment. Fine with that. But when you're like proposing people who are, have, you know, no chance or whatever, it's like what? What are we? What well, are we doing that, here? N- not only that, the representative sports voted with the Democrats all these times that that she didn't vote for Scalise or she didn't vote for Jordan she was voting for for yeah. uh, chaos yeah. and, and and the chaos has to stop because there's way too many more important and, things and it doesn't make any sense it's like okay i was out on kevin mccarthy from the beginning fine if you're with me great if you were for kevin mccarthy you're an idiot but that's fine you're entitled to you're entitled to be like jim banks and vote for kevin mccarthy 15 times but then, okay, you're not out on him, you're not in on him, you're present on him. Then you spend eight months bitching about the guy, and then you have a chance to get rid of him, and then you vote to save him. Then you vote for Jim Jordan in the conference, but not on the floor, and then the next day you vote for him on the floor. It just, that is just totally erratic behavior. Okay, so I find this kind of incredible, because there are hundreds of congressmen that are are republicans out there you're there to vote you're there to speak on behalf of your constituents mm-hmm. you're, you're doing constituent work you don't really have time to really get to know the speaker of the house and uh, because of her outsized personality that has happened with both jordan and and others who have run for speakership so it's it's um it's a it's a it's a wacky world and we're just playing in it. Well, she had said that she voted this time for Jim Jordan because of the bold and truthful nomination speech from Tom Cole. Isn't she supposed to vote for what her constituents want, not how she's personally moved? Yeah, I, I don't I don't understand her statements on the different reasons why she has gotten outside the lines. Uh, Greg Pence seems like he was uh, appropriate vo- appropriately voting uh, versus what the conference did. So, you know, as constituents, we want consistency. We want predictability. We want people to represent our opinions. So the comments that that member of Congress Sparts has made are just confusing at best. Uh, Jim Merritt is our guest. Um, Okay, so let's move on to Mike Pence and Jim. By the way, real quick, did you ever lose... Did anybody ever vote against you for a number two caucus no. chair? Never? No, never. Uh-uh. Undefeated? Perfect record? Yeah. You're like UCLA under Wooden. Like every year, you just kept winning. Winning, yeah. winning, winning. Never got a negative vote. That's amazing. Well, Until you met me. Hmm? Until you yeah. met me? Yeah. And now you have all sorts of things. Big sled. Votes. Yeah. Boy, did you back the wrong horse there, buddy. Okay, let's talk about pens real quick. I don't regret anything, no, by the way. No, you're looking how happy you are. You I were, am. You were never this happy before we got together. <laughs> Speaking my mind. I saw that photo the first time we met, or the first radio show we did the other day, and I sent it to you, and I said... Boy, if only you could have looked in a crystal ball and seen how things were going to end up for you. I'd probably be governor. <laughs> yeah, boy. Sure yep, yep. Oh, no. How's this going to work out for me? Yeah, Casey, Casey it's, it's like uh, being a part of the Corleone family. It never ends well for anyone other than me. Um, okay, so let's talk about Mike Pence. He uh, there was an article that came out in Politico. I think Adam Wren had the piece. He's got some small amount of money, which is like $1.2 million, which that may sound like a lot like if you had that in your bank account, but it's mm-hmm. not if you're running for president and he's got six hundred thousand in debts 
why is he failed to connect with the public at, at large well first of all i want everybody listening to this is i love mike pence i know that's why i asked you. he is a uh he is a certain conservative you know exactly what you get from mike pence and it's been that way all his life now when he announced for president we all knew that trump was the elephant in the middle of the room what needed to happen with mike was you can't be just a little bit against trump or a little bit for him you either be for, before him be in support of him or again him and he should have taken the lane that january 6th is what he talked about but also we had a great run in the trump administration but this is my run and he's tried to have it both ways and you just can't be on both sides yeah he hasn't separated himself enough well you said that he was a certain type of conservative he's been that way all his life isn't that the problem? He's he hasn't been, changed with the times. Well, no, I, I think I think people yearning for consistency, they're yearning for certainty, and I think uh, I think Mike Pence offers that. I, 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 politics is still the going out to Iowa and being at the state fair and and having a corn dog and meeting people. I saw him the other night at a high school football game announcing it, and so he is doing everything in the grassroots. There's not there's no replacement for doing uh doing the hand-to-hand combat of politics well i just want to ask you though jim you said the grassroots of politics hasn't that changed and i'm just gonna and i know you know rob's not a huge fan but look at what vivek ramaswamy does he's on social media all the time isn't that where the grassroots is now it it, it very could well be you might want to talk about grassroots versus voters uh, but somebody pointed out the other day that Transportation Secretary Buttigieg raised half a billion dollars and lost, mm-hmm. uh, whereas Trump, uh, Pence is struggling with a, a million dollars or something like that. Times have changed. I'm just saying that there's room in there for you to go and dig it out and get it done. All right, so you know Pence well, and I know your fans, and I get it. And We're I friends. Well, I know. I, I, you know, I stick with my friends. I, even I know, you know that's why, and it's hard for me to object <laughs> to that because you've lost so many friends because of me. So, I, and that's one thing I love about you, Merritt. Is he going to be like? What, let's say it plays out the way we think, and he gets two percent in Iowa, and he's done. Is he the sort of guy that's going to be like, "Well, that was really embarrassing," or is he just like, "Ah, oh, well, on to the next thing"? I think he spoke his heart. I think he. I think he did his best that he could. Uh, I, I think there's a lot of competition on state house happenings. Uh, our Abdul said very, uh, it, it's Trump and everybody else, and so he did his best. He he, he spoke his heart, and he will go on to be uh, in politics for the next 20 years, but in a commentating and uh, supporting and, and probably being the leader of the Christian right. Did he find out the hard way what the people who have basically been in relationships with Trump have found out? You are totally subservient to Trump. Until you stop being subservient to Trump, and you should just assume that once you have stopped being subservient to Trump, then you are done, right? I mean, he found I, that out the hard way. No, I, there's I think no way. There's no, it's like Hotel California, Jim. You can check out anytime you'd like, but you can never leave once you get in a relationship <laughs> with Trump. Politics, personal business, whatever. Well done, Robert. I think I think uh, Pence knew that he he uh, he had a hill to climb, just like in '19 when I ran for mayor of Indianapolis. I hit a hill climb and didn't make to the mount. I think I thought oh, he probably thought in his inner heart, why not? 
Mm-hmm. And why not um, support the the right to life people? Why not do, why not talk and be a factor in the race? And you just never know. All right, where could people learn about you and what you're doing? Tell us all about it. Gabby, Jim underline Merritt. Yes, and Merritt in the morning. We have uh, on this Thursday. We have. Jefferson Shreve is our mm-hmm. at, at Cafe Audrey and Stockyards Bank is a sponsor. Is he got any Absolute chance? Beer. Any chance? Shreve got any chance? Everybody's got a chance. Really? Yes. Okay. Uh, at Jim underscore Merritt underline Merritt. Jim, <laughs> put a little under and then Merritt. You find him on Twitter. The great Jim Merritt. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.